Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. I'm going to be preaching tonight about the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. Okay? In Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. I'm going to take you on a little journey in my message tonight, so hang in there with me, okay? It says, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then in verse 5 and 6 says, Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the reigned round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Sound like a real revival. Verse 11 and 12 says, And John the Baptist says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He shall baptize you. Isn't that wonderful? With the Holy Ghost and fire. That's what John said about Jesus. He said, there's one coming after me. I'm not even worthy, you know, to, you know, to even pick up his shoes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And so Jesus is going to baptize you. I baptize you with water, but Jesus is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Okay. Amen. He said, whose fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you tonight for the privilege, God, to stand here before this precious people. I pray, God, for a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost that bring to my mind the things I should say tonight, Lord. You know our need, God, and I'm praying that your word, Lord, will minister to us tonight. We give you honor and give you praise in the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. He says his fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly purge his floor. Hallelujah. And gather his wheat into the garner. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. That's a fire that can't be put out. Amen. You, water won't put it out. Amen. That's unquenchable fire. Sounds to me like kind of like uh, sanctification, you know. He's going to burn up the chaff. He's going to get rid of the stuff, amen, uh, that messes up our life. Amen. And so you can't mix the chaff with the wheat because it don't work out very well. Amen. It doesn't make very good bread. <laughs> Can you say amen? Uh, so he's going to clean it all out. Thank God he cleans us up. Can you say amen? I said he cleans us up. Hallelujah. And in verse 13 through 17, it tells of Jesus, of his water baptism, okay? And his baptism of the Holy Ghost. Not only did Jesus get baptized in water, but he got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Said, then, came, then cometh Jesus from Galilee into Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. 
But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. Amen for Jesus. I said, thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. So we see Jesus getting baptized by John. And we also see Jesus get baptized in the Holy Ghost. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Mm. He come up out of the water. And he saw the Spirit of God come down from heaven. Amen. It lit upon him. It was in the form of a dove. Amen. So Jesus was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Can you shout amen? amen. And then from heaven, uh, it says, And lo, voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Thank God for the confirmation that Jesus got that day. Amen. He got it right from his Father in heaven. Can you shout amen? It's good when you get a confirmation, isn't it? Hallelujah. And so uh, when, you're comp- when you get a, uh, you're confirmed, amen, uh, by, the, by your heavenly Father, that means a lot, doesn't it? When you're confirmed by your pastor, that means a lot. Can you say amen? Amen. When you're confirmed by your leader, your boss, whatever, amen, it means a lot. And, and so Jesus, the Son of God, his Father confirmed him and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus was doing something that pleased the Father. When you're doing something, amen, that will please the Father, amen, you'll probably get a confirmation. Hallelujah. And so during the teaching and training uh, that Jesus did with his disciples, Jesus was their comforter. Man. Isn't it wonderful when, just to think about when the disciples were around Jesus and he was teaching them and training them, how good it felt for them, how, how, comfort, how he comforted them, and they felt the comforting, comforting of the Lord, you know, in his presence. So, amen, that was wonderful, isn't it? Amen. So Jesus, the Bible said Jesus comforted them. Amen. I don't know about you, but, you know, uh, I I'm, I'm feel like we're all blessed to have such a good pastor, amen, and so I feel very comfortable coming here to church. I feel very comfortable when I'm in, in his presence, you know, and, and so you should feel the same way because you know what? He is our shepherd, amen? I said he is our shepherd, and we should, amen, you know what a shepherd does? A shepherd takes care of his sheep, amen, that makes you feel very comfortable when you know you've got somebody that'll feed you right, when you know you've got somebody that'll pray for you, when you know you've got somebody that'll encourage you along the way, hallelujah. And so I'm glad tonight that we have a shepherd named, amen, Pastor Hilton and Sister Hilton. Praise God. Well, I'll preach here in a minute. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So during the time Jesus was teaching and training 
his disciples. Amen. Jesus was their comforter. In John 14, verse 15 through 17, Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me. Amen. You know, when you love somebody, you'll obey. Can you say amen? When children love their parents, they obey. Huh? When we love God, we obey. When we have leaders, amen, that are leading us and training us and asking us to work and access to, you know, be part of, of the church and, and take on some duties, you know, and some ministries, amen. If you love, you'll do it. I said, if you love, you'll do it. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Think about that. Amen. <clears throat> and so Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless, but I'm going to pray to the Father. He'll give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. Amen. He'll not just go to church with you on Sunday, but he'll be with you on Monday. Amen. I tell you, it don't matter what part of the world you go to, he'll be with you. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're on the job, he's with you. Amen. If you're in bed, he is with you. Amen. If you're, amen, if you're driving down the highway, he is with you. If you're flying on an airplane, he is with you. He said that he may abide with you. Amen. And not just on Sunday. Amen. But he will abide with you. Amen. Forever and forever. And and when you take your last breath in this world, amen, he is still there with you. Hallelujah. That he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. Amen. And John 14, 26 talks about how that Jesus was teaching and leading, you know. So in verse 17, it said, even the spirit of truth. Amen. That's the Holy Ghost. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you. But, amen, but he shall be in you. Can you say amen? amen. See, when Jesus, amen, when he was with his followers and believers, amen, he comforted them. He taught them. He trained them. He discipled them. Amen. He was getting them ready for their ministry and for their future. Hallelujah. And so he said, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. The spirit of truth. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there's a lot of lies going around in the world today. Amen? And there's a lot of preachers that preachers lies, too, whether you know it or not. Amen? Just because they got a name called preacher, amen, don't always tell you that they're preaching you the truth. Amen? And just because you pick up a good book, you know, it looks good, sounds good, and you start reading, amen, that don't mean it's all truth. Amen? That's why you need the Word of God. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. Amen? He'll tell you the truth. Amen? When you read the Word, I'm telling you, and when you hear it, I'm telling you, you will know if you're full of the Holy Ghost, you'll know whether or not it's the truth. It'll bear you witness. Amen? 
If it don't lean, if it don't line up with the word of God, it's nothing more than to be put in the garbage. In the garbage can. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So what was Jesus talking about? He was talking, speaking about the Holy Ghost. He was speaking about the Holy Ghost. Before Jesus ascended into heaven, amen, he gave his followers and disciples a command with a promise. Okay? Before he ascended into heaven, amen, he was there with his disciples and his followers. In Acts 1, verse 4 and 5, it says, And being assembled together with them, he was there with them. Ain't that wonderful? Commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Amen. Verse 5 says, For John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. There's some things in there, okay? He was with them, amen, after he had resurrected. I said he was with them, hallelujah, and commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of people can't wait very long. Amen. I can't wait till that preacher gets through preaching. I got to go eat. Huh? Come on. Some people can't wait very long. How, how many know we live in a very impatient world today? Everything's in a hurry. Everything is speeded up. Amen. Everything. Amen. Get out of my way. Amen. I'm going to cut you off if you don't get out of my way. I'm going to push you on down the road if you don't get out of my way. Can you say amen? But Jesus said, wait. Amen. I tried to do a little research on that and how long they had to wait. I believe it was about seven weeks. Whew. They can't even go home. They got to stay in Jerusalem. I said they can't go home. Amen. Got to wait. I believe about seven weeks they had to wait. That's a long time to wait. Wait for the promise. But you see, here's the matter. Amen. He had already been telling them about the wonderful experience that's going to come along. He had already been telling them, amen, that they're going to have another comforter. He was, going to, he was telling them they're going to have power. Amen. He was telling them they're going to get baptized again hey, with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. And so it was worth waiting for. I said it was worth waiting for. Amen. I said it's worth waiting for. Hallelujah. It's worth tiring for. Amen. It's worth praying for. Amen. It's worth hungering for the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's nothing like it in this world. Amen. The Holy Ghost and fire. Hallelujah. I feel that power. Glory to God. Amen. Don't you leave Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with, with the Holy Ghost not many days. I don't know. Somebody says seven. I think I read something about seven weeks. I don't know how many days that is. I didn't take time to add it up. <laughs> Amen. 
but you got it figured out already. In Acts 1 and 8, Jesus said, but you shall receive power. I said, you shall receive power. Everybody likes power. I said, everybody likes power. And some people got too much power in the wrong way. There's some things going on in the world today, amen, that's got power and it's going in the wrong direction. Can you say amen? I said it's going in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. We need Holy Ghost-filled leadership. We need godly people. Amen. We need Christians. We need people who will look up to God and say, God, give me wisdom. God, give me direction. God, lead me. Hallelujah. God, help me to lead this nation. God, help me to lead this church. God, help me to lead my family. I'm telling you, folks, we need the Holy Ghost to lead us. We need the Holy Ghost power. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. I got to get back over here. <clears throat> the Holy Ghost will come upon you. You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost will come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. After you got the Holy Ghost, amen, you'll automatically... You see, I don't know, I don't remember what year they started putting automatic in cars. But when you get the Holy Ghost, I said, when you get the Holy Ghost, you'll automatically have power. I said, you'll automatically have power. Hallelujah. Yeah, amen. I said, you'll automatically have the power. Amen. You'll have power not only to witness, but you'll have power to live right. You'll have power to talk right. You'll have power to dress right. Amen. You'll have power to go to the right places. Amen. You'll have power. Amen. It'll cause you want to go to church. You'll have power that'll cause you want to pray. You'll have power. Amen. That'll want to make you worship God in spirit and in truth. Oh, Glory to God. Power. You shall receive power. Hallelujah. You know what? Action speaks a lot louder than words. Can you shout amen? amen. You'll quit kicking the dogs and cats when you get a pull of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And if you kick your wife, she'll slap the power out of you. Because she's got the power too. You get the power, you man, you'll have a desire to raise your children right. You get the power, amen, you'll teach them right. If you get the power, you'll live an example before them. Amen. You'll lead them and teach them and train them. Hallelujah. Amen. So that they'll grow up and be real men and women. Amen. So they'll be real good citizens. Amen. So they will be good godly men and women. Hallelujah. Can you shout amen? Amen. We need to pass this on. Amen. The Lord tarries. We got to keep, keep our children in church. Can you say amen? Let's look at Acts 2, verse 1 through 4. It said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Amen. Huh, about seven weeks later. 
About 120 was waiting. Can you say amen? I said they were waiting. You see, if you want something bad enough, you'll wait. I said if you want something bad enough, you'll wait. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. You ladies, you young ladies that ain't married, you know, if, if you'll wait long enough and pray enough, God will give you a godly man. Come on. Somebody said, I can't wait. Go ahead. You're going to get in a lot of trouble. But if you'll learn how to wait and pray, I believe God will bring good things to you. Amen. And when the day of Pentecost was full of come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. That got their attention. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Whew. My, did you ever walk into, into a service and just as soon as you pop your head in the door, you could feel that Holy Ghost? Huh? I've had a lot of folks tell me that come here to visit our church that as soon as I walked in that door. I could feel the Holy Ghost. I could feel the Spirit of God. I could feel the love of God. Amen. I'm telling you, folks, God, amen, is using Bethel Family Worship Center, amen, uh, to bless this community. Can you shout amen with me? Amen. And suddenly there came from a sound from heaven a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Whew, it finally came. I said, it finally came. It finally came. Amen. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, amen, you keep praying. Amen, you keep believing. Amen, keep on pressing. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Because if you're hungry, God will feed you. I said, if you're hungry for the Holy Ghost, he'll baptize you. Amen. If you have need, God knows how, and he will do it. Hallelujah. Trust God. Amen. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, I said. And then they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Somebody asked me one time, I said, what kind of tongue are you speak in? That's before I got saved, you know. And I said, but I, I speak in the uh, uh, hillbilly. <laughs> amen. But anyway, amen. But I wanted, the, I wanted the Holy Ghost so bad. I was down at the altar in a Church of God revival. And I've been praying for the Holy Ghost, been praying for the Holy Ghost, been praying for the Holy Ghost. And, and uh, all of a sudden, I was down on my knees, down to the altar. And directly I started speaking in tongues. And guess what? I was way back in an aisle. I didn't even know I got there. That's how the Holy Ghost moves sometimes. Hallelujah. I said, you don't know, but you got to get sincere. Amen. You got to get hungry. You got to, amen, make up your mind. I want the Holy Ghost. I want the baptism. I want the evidence. Amen. I want to know that I've got it. You can't fake it. I said, you can't fake it. Amen. There's no way you can fake it. Amen. You'll fall on your face. Amen. You will not be able, amen, to fake the Holy Ghost. It won't work. Amen. 
And so, <clears throat> got to get to, got to move on. Hallelujah. They have spoken other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, how do you know you got the Holy Ghost? Well, let me ask you first. How do you know you got saved? Old things passed away, and oh, behold, all things become new. Amen? You got to want to go to church. You wanted to fellowship with Christians. Amen? You wanted to worship God. You wanted to read the Bible. You wanted to pray. Amen? How do you know you got saved? Amen? There has to be a sign that you got saved. Can you say amen? I said he'll make you a new creature. Amen? I said old things will pass away. You'll quit, drink. You'll quit drinking whiskey. You'll quit drinking the wine. You'll quit drinking the beer. You'll quit smoking the weed. Amen? You'll quit taking the drugs. Hallelujah. You'll get drunk on the wound on the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen? And you won't have a hangover. And you won't get broke. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. How do you know? How do you know when you get how do you know when you get baptized? He said they knew because they started speaking with new tongues. That's the only Bible evidence that I know of. That you've got the baptism of the Holy Ghost because the evidence is simply this, that you'll start speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. I said as the Spirit gives you utterance. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how you know. See, God, God don't leave us in the dark. I said God don't leave us in the dark. Can you say amen? Okay. So on the day of Pentecost, there were thousands of people gathered together in Jerusalem. Now think about that. Thousands of people was gathered together. They were there for Pentecostal Sunday. Amen. They were there for their great celebration. Amen. It was kind of a yearly thing, you know. There was no COVID then. In Acts 2, verse 5 and 6, it says, And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men. And these, were, these were devout men of God, okay? They were dwelling at Jerusalem. They were out of every nation under heaven. Out of every nation. People came from every nation to Jerusalem. That was the place to go for that celebration. Can you say Amen. See, there's thousands of people, amen, that's going to be here, you know, for the race. Hmm? And they're coming from everywhere. That's why we're having church on Friday instead of Sunday. So we don't, you know, we want to get back home on Sunday. That's right, because there's thousands of people. Can you say amen? I'm just trying to get you a picture. All right. So there were... These were Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now, when, when this was Noah's abroad, what happened up there, you know, uh, those people getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues, and that mighty Russian wind and all that stuff. And now, when this was Noah's abroad, in other words, people talking about it, amen, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak 
in his own language. You see, those people that were speaking in other tongues got the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. They didn't know what they were saying. But a lot of people heard them speaking language, and they were speaking the wonderful words of God. I said they were speaking the wonderful words of God. And not only that, but those words were anointed. I said they were anointed. And when, when the word comes anointed, it'll get your attention. I said when the word comes anointed, it'll get your attention. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. And so, now when, and they heard them speak another tongue or speak in their own language. Verses 12 and 13 says, and they were all amazed and were in doubt. Some uh, saying one to another, what meaneth this? Others mocking and said, these men are full of new wine. Mm. Well, I don't know about you, but I've been mocked. Because I'm Pentecostal. Anybody here been mocked because you are Pentecostal, tongue-talking? Huh? I've been mocked. They even told me it was gibberish talk. They better be careful. The Holy Ghost will get them. I said, you better, they better be careful. Amen? That's one thing you don't want to mess with. Amen. Somebody shout amen. <clears throat> okay, so... Now, when they heard this, let's see where I'm at. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, here we are. It says in verse 14 15. But Peter standing up, so see, some of them mocked, some of them thought they're drunk, you know, they're drunk on the wine. But, but Peter standing up with the 11 lifted up his voice. I said, he got their attention. He must have had a, he didn't have a microphone, but he must have had a loud mouth. Come on. He must have had some volume. Amen. To get the attention of all those folks. Come on now. See, when God knows what he's doing. Amen. Lift up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, by this known unto you, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. Listen to what I got to say, Peter said. For they're not drunk. They're not drunken as you suppose, seeing it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Amen. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. You see, he was telling these devout Jews, they knew about Joel. Come on. They knew that. Come on. Sure. See, that's, that's the Old Testament. Yeah. Peter said, but this is what Joel said. He prophesied this years ago. Amen. And you guys know this. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and so, and it says in verse 17, 18, and it shall come to pass. Here's what he said. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and on your sons and daughters shall and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. On my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Can you shout amen? amen. You see, Peter said, I'm just gonna quote what you already know. Yeah. Amen. 
It's prophesied, and today it has come to pass. It has come to pass. Amen. And so Peter got their attention. Amen. And one thing I want to bring out here, amen, it says he's going to pour out his spirit, amen, on, on our sons and our daughters as well. Can you shout amen? But you got to get them in church where they can hear the word of God where they can hear and feel and get in the prayer line and let people pray with them and lay hands on them and pray for them and teach them and let them hear you pray in tongues. Amen. Tell them about it. Tell them how good it is. Amen. I said, tell them how good it is. Hallelujah. My wife got the Holy Ghost. Amen. She was praying at home while I was working. I come home. She was lit up like a Christmas tree almost. Amen. And she said, guess what happened to me? I said, you got the Holy Ghost. She said, I did. I did. Amen. And she began to speak in tongues and praise God. And then when she finally settled down, amen, she said, you know, our dog uh, has heard me praying in tongues uh, and said, it caught me in the doorway and, and said, when I come to myself, it was sitting there and I think it was speaking in tongues too. That dog was just looking at her and barking like crazy. It got her, it got the dog's attention. Can you say amen? Something went on. Okay, so Peter preached a powerful sermon. I preached a powerful message. When you read that, you know, the, the whole message is there. I, well, I didn't cover that. So you can read that. Okay, but he preached a powerful message. Amen. And so Acts 2.37 says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts. These thousands of people, they pricked in their hearts. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I said, You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Can you shout amen? amen. Hallelujah. Verse 41. Think about it. Okay? Verse 41 says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there was added unto them about 3,000 souls. That's when the church was born. Can you shout amen? I said, that's when the church, you talk about getting members. Amen. When I started pastoring, it took me, it took me one year to get 15 members. Amen. Before they could set my church in order. Uh, even before they would give me exhorters. Amen. But I worked hard at it. Amen. Trying to win souls for Jesus. Hallelujah. So I got me 15 members, and they set my church in order and took me and got my exhorter and I began to preach the gospel. I was about 24 years old. Hallelujah. And I'm still preaching the gospel. I said, I'm still preaching the gospel. Thank God. Hallelujah. It's so good, folks. I'm saying it's good. It's like honey and a honeycomb. The word of God. Well, glory. Mm. 3,000 souls. You talk about a sermon. I don't know how many Billy Graham got saved in a, in a message, but he got a lot of them. Amen. A Peter, first sermon he preached. I remember the first one I preached. It lasted about five minutes. I didn't have much to say. 
now just think about it. Thousands of devouted Jews that were converted and went back to every nation under heaven. They had to go back home. Testifying of what they saw and experienced on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem. You talk about the gospel being spread. You talk about nations hearing about Jesus. Can you shout amen? Ah, oh, hallelujah. I know the disciples had a lot to do too. And they were scattered about. Amen. And went to different countries and different nations and preached the gospel of Jesus Christ and cast out devils. Amen. And healed the sick. And amen. Raised the dead. And God was working mightily in their behalf because they were full of the Holy Ghost and power. Well, glory. I got to hurry up and get out of here. <clears throat> Something to think about. Every believer needs to, be, needs to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. They need to be baptized. Every believer. You remember when Paul run into that group of people that had only been baptized by John in water? They said, Paul said, if you got the Holy Ghost, well, we never heard about anything about the Holy Ghost. I didn't either until I went to a Pentecostal church. I never heard anything about baptism of the Holy Ghost. Huh? I, I, I heard about some people who rolled on the floor and stuff like that. You know, stuff like that. But anyway. <clears throat> they had to go back home and, and tell what happened. Can you say Amen. Every believer needs to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. For we all need the power of the Holy Ghost. And we all need the fire. Come on now. Amen. Uh, I know two, two instances. I'm just going to drop this to you. I know of two instances of my experience where I reached out to shake hands with somebody and they fell on the floor. Just as I touched them, I didn't even get to shake hands. Just as I touched them, they went, pow, on the floor. And I said, oh, what happened? I don't know, but fire came out of you and knocked me down. Now, see, a lot of people don't know about the fire. But I'm telling you, you need to get not only get baptized in the Holy Ghost, but you need to get baptized in the fire. Hallelujah. You need to get baptized in the fire. I didn't feel no power. I didn't feel no fire, but they felt the power. They felt the power. I said they felt the power. Amen. That kind of fire, you can't put it out with water. Come on. You can't snuff it out either. Come on. So every believer needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And then, you know, what Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Well, we never heard if there was such thing. And so, Paul began to t preach to them a little bit, teach them, amen? And then the Bible says he laid his hands on them and prayed, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. I said they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? How do you know they were speaking? How do you know? Because the Bible said they begin to speak in other tongues. When you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you will speak in other tongues. Amen. So we all need the power of the Holy Ghost and we all need the fire. We need the power of the Holy Ghost to resist the evil of our day. 
Amen. I said to resist the evil of our day. Amen. Paul was talking in Timothy, and he said, you know, in, these, in the last days, amen, evil men, evil men, and amen, is going to wax worse and worse. I said they're going to wax worse and worse. And listen, folks, they're getting worse and worse. Amen. And it's getting faster and faster. Can you say amen? I'll tell you, folks, we need the power of God to be able to stand in this wicked world today. Amen. And let our light shine. Oh, my goodness. We need the Holy Ghost to resist the devil. The Bible says, submit yourself to God and resist the devil. Resist the devil. And he'll flee from you. Heard the pastor preaching the other night about his mom and dad opened the door and kicking the devil out the door. Amen. They resisted the devil and he fleed, fleed from them. Amen. You got to use your authority. I said, you got to use your authority. You can't mend a mouse with a devil. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need this power to resist temptation of sin. Everybody gets tempted. I said, everybody gets tempted. But God makes a way to escape. Amen. So that power of the Holy Ghost gives you power to resist it. That temptation. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the power of the Holy Ghost to witness to the unsaved people. You can't be shy about this thing. Some people are too shy, too bashful. Amen. But you get the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it'll drive out the shyness in you. You get the Holy Ghost power in you. Amen. You ain't going to be shy no more. Hallelujah. I said you ain't going to be shy no more. You're going to get bold. Amen. You're going to get bold. I was so shy when I was little, growing up a teenager. Amen. I had to walk this dirt road to go to school, go to store, and all this kind of stuff. I could hear a car coming or hear some, see somebody coming. I'd go over to the creek and hide until they got by because I was so shy. But when I got the Holy Ghost, I said, when I got the Holy Ghost, amen, all that shyness left me, amen. I said, all that shyness left me. And all of a sudden, I got bold enough, amen, to witness and talk to people about goodness of God. Hallelujah. When I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, hey amen, I couldn't keep it quiet. So I, I, I was working a route with, I had 500 customers in dry cleaning. I'd have to pick up dirty clothes and deliver clean clothes. Hey amen. And so I, I, I just witnessed to all, every one of my, I mean, you get so excited when you get the Holy Ghost, you get saved and get the Holy Ghost, you can't keep it to yourself. Hey amen. So I was telling them, I was telling them how I, what happened to me. Hey amen. And they said, well, I'm a Christian too. And I thought, my goodness, I got 500 customers and neither one, neither one of them has ever witnessed to me about Jesus. Come on now. So don't be afraid to witness. Don't be afraid to talk to people about Jesus. Amen. I had an evangelist. He had a good thing, Brother Worden. And I don't care where he was at. He would say, whoever he was talking to, he'd say, has anybody told you today that Jesus loves you? How many knows that's a good way to start? Amen? I said that's a good way to start. Hallelujah. And some of them will, will say, I got Jesus. And others say, no, nobody told me. Well, I'd like to tell you about Jesus. Hallelujah. So we need the power, amen, to cast out demons. I said we need power to cast out demons. You saw that. Amen? You, you need power to lay hands on the sick 
and see them healed and delivered. You need power to keep on going. I said to keep on going. Amen. To keep on going. You need power to keep on going. Amen. You need to renew your power. Amen. It's like a dynamo. Amen. It just keeps charging up. I said when it gets low, amen, just plug into a prayer and all of a sudden, amen, you'll begin to feel the power begin to recharge itself. Hallelujah. Don't let your battery go dead. Need power to keep on going, especially in the time of test and trial. Okay. And we need the power also. I said we need the power, not not just the Holy Ghost. We need the power. God uses two kinds of fire I've read in the Bible. One is a consuming fire. Amen. You know, like uh, Elijah up on Mount Carmel, how the fire came and consumed the sacrifice. Amen. That's a consuming fire. That came from heaven. That's God's fire. Can you say amen? And then the other fire, amen, is like the fire that was in the burning bush that Moses saw. He didn't burn the bush up. He didn't even scorch the leaves. I said, amen. I said, it got Moses' attention. Amen. That's a consuming fire. I mean, that, that is a fire that doesn't consume. Amen. That's a perpetual fire. I said, that is a perpetual fire. That is a perpetual fire. Can you shout amen? Amen. And so God told Moses, after Moses got over close to the burning bush, amen, God said, Moses, take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. Amen. Why did he tell him take off his shoes? Well, he'd been walking around in that sheep manure. God wanted him, amen, to be cleansed. He wanted him. (laughs) He wanted him to be sanctified. He wanted him to be sanctified. Come on now. Amen. Take him old filthy shoes off, Moses. You've been walking in the wrong stuff. Get over here. I want to talk to you. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I said you need the fire. You need the fire. Amen. And the kind of fire that Moses and experienced, you know. Hallelujah. This is a kind of fire that comes with the Holy Ghost. Come on now. Nowadays, in this dispensation... You can have what Jesus said, the Holy Ghost and the fire. Amen? Amen. So what, does, what good is the fire, Brother Pastor Hill? Well, okay, let's see what it is. Well, first of all, it sanctifies. Amen? I looked up the meaning in the Greek, and it means to preserve. To preserve. Okay? What, does that, what else does that fire do? It melts our hard hearts. See, when you get saved, you ain't got it all together yet. Come on. When Jesus called his disciples, they didn't have it all together yet. Come on. When I got saved, I didn't have it all together yet. I didn't know what was right and what was wrong. I, I knew what mom had taught me. But I hadn't heard much about the preacher, what the, what the Bible said about it. So, this fire melts our hard hearts and gives us a heart that's tender. 
This fire burns up the dross that's in us, the no good that's in us. Come on. This fire will take away the shyness and give you boldness. This fire burns up unforgiveness in our spirit. This fire burns up lust. And you could go on and on and on. Amen. But this is what this fire does. Amen. It will cleanse you. It is a way of sanctifying. Amen. It is a way, hallelujah, getting our temple ready. Amen. For God to use. Can you shout amen? Get all the stuff out of it. Amen. That's no good. Gossip. I mean, you could just go on and on and on. Amen. He's still working on me. He's still working on me. Amen. Say, yo, great man, how many years you been serving God? I, I, I don't know, but I think it was 1960 I got saved, so you can add that up. Amen. But he's still working on me. I said, he's still working on me. How many can say he's still working on you? While they come to the music tonight, I want you to stand with me. Amen. Just lift your hands and start praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope I've stirred some hunger up in you tonight some way. I hope the Word has stirred a hunger in you. Amen. We live in a day we need the power of the Holy Ghost like never before. You can't coast your way into heaven. Amen. you got to run this race. You can't be a dropout. Amen. You've got to run this race. Hallelujah. And you got to realize that God will help you along the way. Hallelujah. And God, if you'll just keep on keeping on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Run this race with patience. Hallelujah. Don't be a dropout. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're here tonight, you're not saved. You can get saved. The altar's open. Amen. I want to ask our prayer team to come. And uh, if, if you have never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, this is kind of how I felt like I led to do this tonight as I prayed about it. Amen. We're not going to linger with you, but we're going to do what Paul did, lay hands on you. Amen. If you don't, if you don't have the baptism and you'd like to have it, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Half of the work is done by faith when you step out of your seat. Amen. So if you want to want the brethren, sisters, lay a hand on you, just come and walk up to here and let one of them pray for you. Amen. Come on. Follow this name. Hallelujah. I said the Holy Ghost is here tonight. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. Amen. And God wants to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Come on. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost and fire. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Bethel Family Worship Center. 